Ladies and gentlemen, around the world, this is Gavina T.K. Kirkland. You're listening to the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. And this story's not really crazy, but it's the choices that mostly all men and women in this world go through every day. And I'm glad this brother was willing to share his situation before he puts himself deeper in a mm-hmm. hole. So tell the people first, um, fam, without saying your name, um, what your situation is, what you DM me. Okay. So I've been messing with my BM for about seven years now, on and off, but more on than off. Mm-hmm. So um, recently we went on a little we got into a lot of arguments, so we went on a little break, right? So um, me out of, how should I say this? Me out of being afraid to see her mess with somebody else, mm-hmm. I decided to to propose to her. Mm-hmm. But I was doing it based upon that. I wasn't doing it's it. Yeah, keep going. I'm sorry. I'm uh-huh. sorry. I wasn't doing it based upon just loving her. I was doing it because... Now that I realized, I was doing it because I didn't want to see her mess with nobody else. Right. So I ended up getting her pregnant, you know what I'm saying, and that's the situation that I'm in. However, I done found a new girl that I'm really interested in, and she really got my attention. So that's mm-hmm. how I came to terms with that the one that I'm with now, she's not the one for me. But I thought that she was. We don't click mentally. We're not really clicking physically. But with the other chick, I am. But I'm in a situation because she's pregnant now, and I don't want to marry her. And I haven't told her that I don't want to marry her yet. Uh-huh. Does so, she think you're going to get married? She does. Okay, so here's a she lot. Does. You've got a lot of different scenarios here. But we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna tap it to each one. How long have you been dating a new girl? Mm, for about two months now. And I'm going to tell you, this to me very carefully. You ready? Mm-hmm. You think you might like the new girl. You think. New beauty, new pussy, gets any man excited. See, there's some people that get high on drugs. Some people get high on all types of shit to give them a high. Mm-hmm. And when they get that high, they get that fix. It's like, oh, there's, there's no drug like this, right? Your drug is bitches. <laughs> I'm repeating. Your drug is bitches. So you like having a pretty bitch. You like looking at women. You like titties. You like ass. You like fucking. There's nothing wrong with that. But you were selfish in getting the other girl pregnant because there's consequences to these decisions, right? And by you getting this other girl pregnant, this girl think you're going to get married. She's telling other people in her family. She's getting married. She's happy. She's carrying your baby. She's probably calling you fucking eight, nine times a day, showing you <laughs> pictures of the baby, showing you pictures of ultrasound, all that shit. And you constantly thinking that you leading her on. You don't have to marry her right away. But the thing that you're going through with the new girl is only two months, fam. Right. It's only, don't get caught up in that bullshit. 
Never you get you get high off new bitches. It make you do an extra push up. It make you <laughs> it make you run an extra mile, nigga. You know, what I'm yeah, you, know you, you feel good in the morning brushing your teeth. You put your cologne on and shit. You get you feel like you can't be stopped because of this. But that will that will fade one day. Then you'll meet another new bitch and get that same fix. And here's the thing about those type of fixes, right? You think that one day, oh, I got to grow up and it'll end. But it doesn't. I see pretty bitches. I want to fuck with different women all the time. Mm-hmm. I just have to have the discipline. And the reason why I have the discipline because all those choices and me slinging dick back in the day was really just a waste of time. Because I, I could have been a porn star. I fuck like a god, right? <laughs> <laughs> and to me, it was just a waste of time because what's going to happen? You're only 30. These hoes get on your fucking nerves, dog. Indeed. Oh, my God. Man, and ladies who are listening, I don't mean that everybody, but y'all do get on niggas' nerves. And I know we get on your nerves, too, but since I'm talking to this brother, I'm just talking about the buildup of nonsense and pettiness and jealousy and stupid shit that you deal with all your life. It gets to the point you just don't want to fuck with nobody. You just want peace of mind. And, see, and, and in your situation, so you got a great job. So you, see, you're the, what we call the first entrepreneur, the first hip-hop guy, the first motherfucker that was getting money before hip-hop came around, before niggas really started getting money. In that, and that's being a mailman. A mailman back in the day was looked upon as a god. Indeed. You fucking with a nigga that was a male man, a bitch, you was a god. All <laughs> the women loved you. Everybody respected the male man because you got benefits, right? You benefits. Where everybody back in that day, and when you're young, didn't have a good job. But even older women respected you. Even if you were dating back in the day, a young lady, and her parents, that you was a man, man. You was a god to them because the man, man was the man, and still is. You go down some people respect you so much about they male. You know, you man. got some people that will bring you cookies. You got some people bring you drinks. <laughs> you got some people that um will give you some pussy. You can have that happen. Man. What I've had it so many times. Yeah, so many times. You know, you bring a don't want you come in with your bag, you want a little tea? You want a little tea? All day. But you be careful going in the houses, your ass may not come out one time. These motherfuckers, these motherfuckers is crazy out here. You go over there yeah. and hit you over the head, took the mail and, and all that kind of shit, yo. Thanks. That's how crazy this world is. So you be very careful on how you move. But back to Oh, TK, excuse me. Yeah, now, let me interject real quick. Um, so the chick, she just started working at my job now. That's the part that I forgot to include. She just started okay. on Saturday at my job. So I just want to throw that in there. Yeah, and here's the thing, and and that's going to be another thing. That's going to irritate the fuck out of you. Now let me tell you why. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> Let me tell you why. Because you ain't going to like her too much longer. And mm. she's going to be in here. When this sizzles out, she's still going to be right there. You're going to be mad <laughs> as fuck, yo. Thanks. You're going to be <sighs> mad, fam. Because what makes relationships work to me, and it's just me, when you mm. don't see the person all the time. Right. You got to see this woman almost every day. And you got your own place, right? Yes, yes. So now you got to juggle. You got to juggle this girl because, of course, you got a nice place. She's mm-hmm. comfortable because you got the little hot mattress, uh-huh. right? You got the, the nice comforters. You got the real fluffy pillows. Yeah, right? yeah. Your, your towel game is cold. Your kitchen is neat. Right? You got flat screen TV. You got all the channels. You know, you probably got candles and incense and shit. So when she comes over your house, she feels real comfortable. She's taking her shoes off at the door. Indeed. You know, she's going in the bathroom, take a shower. Now she's walking around comfortable, like she's paying rent there. You got to always tell the bitch, bitch, don't get too comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get comfortable, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Don't go in no cabinets. Don't be going in the refrigerators without Indeed. asking. You know, you get too motherfucking comfortable. So you're dealing huh. with that. And then you got to see at work every day. Then the baby mama is going to, she's going to be able to tell something is different if she hasn't already known. Well, I'm going to say this. So I've, I've done this with her before. You know what I'm saying? And during our, I ain't proud of it, but during her last pregnancy, because this is our second child. I was with a whole nother girl. So it's the same situation. However, I'm in two different cities now. So um, she works in a whole nother city, but she also works the same job, but we don't cross paths. Okay. So I'm all the new girl or the old girl? My my BM works in in another city. They both work for the the post office. So it's kind of like, yeah, but they're in totally different. They'll never really cross paths. Awesome. Awesome. From what I know. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, so my thing, and so that's the way that I got three levels to this. One, mm-hmm. don't let the baby mama treat you. You got to up, you got to set your game up with the baby mama because she's carrying your child and you want her to be at mm-hmm. mental peace. And mm-hmm. you got to look for balance, so to speak. There's okay. a, there's, see, because, see, there's people on this who's going to be listening to this podcast that want me to tell you this, the right thing, which is a lie, right? The right, right thing is to cut that girl off and kick her with the baby mama. See, I don't believe in that. I believe you do what you makes you happy, and that's date both of them. Indeed. That's, that's me. So why, why upset yourself, right? Date both of them. Date the girl that you like. Because you're 30. I mean, fuck that. Enjoy, enjoy yourself. You know, some people don't say life is too short. No, life is too long. Not just yeah. yourself. Right? So you want to enjoy her, and you're still going to handle your responsibilities with the baby mama. You're just not going to get married right away because you're having fun with this woman. You're going to treat her good. You're going to treat your baby mama good. You feel me? And that's it. That's the way you're moving, fam. We ain't, I ain't sugarcoating shit. This that's is real. the way... This is the way I want you to live your life. Date both of them, but treat the baby mama really, really, really amazing. Right? 
really amazing. Treat her good. Now here's the here's the boom as a man. If mm-hmm. we court, say look, don't 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 cry, don't whine. Just say, hey, you know what? I was doing it. I'm a man. Um, you caught me. Yes, I've been fucking with this woman, and you know I'm out. So if you don't want to fuck with me, I'm out. You cry, whatever, but be a man about it. Don't be one of them stupid niggas crying. So if she want to leave you, don't say leave, bitch. Like you know what? You should leave. <laughs> I was cheating on you. I, I I wasn't right, but I'm not gonna sit here and try to convince you to stay with me. I'm not gonna sit here and try to whine and cry that I was fucking up. No, I I like different pussy. You caught me. I was. That means I got caught. I wasn't good at what I was doing, so you deserve to leave. Then nigga, get another one. Facts. Get another one. You see what I'm saying? Get another I one. Heard. Enjoy yourself, cause I'm 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 tired of this. These motherfuckers getting married and then getting divorced because they're trying to prove something to other people, and you're not really fucking happy. Fuck that. Shit. Right. Fuck that shit. No, I like you. You like women. That's a fact. And, and here's the thing, and I love that you like women because I'm tired of this homo shit. Yeah, indeed. You understand what I'm saying? So when I hear a man enjoying some nigga, I have fun because this gay shit got the so fuck out of hand. These motherfuckers are fucking with Clark Kent, Superman hey. now. <laughs> hey, I like the fact that they're doing that because that's more for me. <laughs> Let Thank them you. keep doing what they do. This how and I said that on stage. I said that. I said, when you know somebody that's a man, and he want to take other men, drive that motherfucker down to the LBGTQ <laughs> and let him sign up because it's more for us. More, yes. It's more for us. We The goal is that you just don't want a man to double dip. You don't want a man dating a woman and a man because right. then that's how the bullshit starts, diseases and all that kind of shit. Hmm, but here's the thing, nobody thinks with integrity. You got niggas that have fucked a man last night and go have sex with a woman today. Mm-hmm. And that's horrible. And then uh, uh, eventually everybody's going to be, be gay because the LBGTQ keep adding letters every day. Like, sure the LBGTQ, now it's an I on there. Now it's an A on the LBGTQ. So eventually they're going to have all... The alphabet <laughs> ain't gonna be nothing left, <laughs> so everybody's gonna be considered gay. Man, this shit, I got the fuck out of hand. And God bless Dave Chappelle. You know, I'm glad that they was able to um, get his show off the uh, off the air. But when you really look at the closer, he didn't really say nothing bad about the gay people, right? He didn't go into depth like and, and bash them. It's just that the gays are so so empowered, they're so sensitive. They want to get everybody that turns against them, but it, it has to stop because what makes it right that you can't have an opinion? I can't have an opinion. The goal is, as long as I don't cause you bodily harm, I don't touch you. What's the thing when you say when we was younger? Well, I'm much older than you. We was younger, you say, stick and stones, <laughs> break our bones. Bones, but never, never hurt me. Facts. Oh, that's the fact here. 
And this shit got so out of hand that you can't say anything. So I say, fuck it. I said, take care of your own children. Take care of the people close to you. And if they want to fuck other people, let them go. Do what the fuck you want to do. I ain't got time to be worrying about who you're sleeping with. If it makes right. you happy, do your thing. Do your thing. Now, did you watch the fight, the Dante fight? In, yes, in I did. I'm actually a fighter. I actually train with around oh. them. I've been in many fight camps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, what I saw, I didn't see the fuck about the show that week, but I saw something mm-hmm. this week that was interesting. Where when um, Tyson Fury went down, the ref counted him out slowly. Mm-hmm. And I saw when my man was saying that was a very slow count. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, Tyson Fury would have won. Dante Wilder would have won. Did you see that? I did. I did. But the same thing happened in the first fight. The same exact thing. It wasn't designed for him to win, man. That's the dirty game of boxing. So they, so they, so they're basically doing the slow count. Basically, they try to do it without somebody noticing, but they do do that a lot. That happens a lot, actually. It's just wow. in front of so many eyes this time. Now they're robbing you in plain sight now. So damn. So in that yeah. point, so Dante Wilder to win. He has to knock him out. Cold. He has to knock him out. And see, the other thing, now I'm not a boxer, but let me see if I, I, what I'm about to tell you, you see that I'm right. Mm -hmm. Dante Wilder can give him a better fight, but what Dante Wilder does, he goes in and brawls instead of box him. And and he's a standard stationary target. He's not right. moving around. He, he's right in front of him. And if somebody's right in front of you, you can hit him all day. Indeed. You, you are a target. Like, you're not moving around. And you can't have no man that's 6'9", 277 pounds, giving you that many blows. And what right. people who are listening, in five years or less, Dante Wilder will be talking with a slur from brain all, all those kids to his head. Mm, true. Because three fights in a row, that many blows, I don't care who you are, you get hit in the brain. Indeed. You get hit in the brain, that's worse than being a football player. Even a football player don't get hit that many times in the head. Mm-hmm. And he fought this big man three years straight to prove a point. Mm-hmm. To prove a point, what? Like, but if if he was gonna come in and fight that man, he should have boxed him. Mm. Mm. He should have boxed him. What What's your take on that? Well, you can't box. Tyson Fury is is one of the goats, so you can't just go in there and box him. But okay. he, Deontay should have stuck with the jab because he was sticking with the jab in the first round, and then after that, all that went out the window. But. Mm. Tyson Fury um, rehydrates back to 300 pounds. It okay. might t- say 277, but that's a 300-pound man. Okay. Nobody Ooh. can beat Fury right now. Nobody can beat that man right now. He could st- Wilder could still beat everybody else in the division. He just can't beat Fury. Okay. 
And that 300 yeah. pounds make a difference, don't it? Yes. Yes, it does. Huge. Now, why then, then why does it make a difference? Let's, 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 well, okay, so what happens in boxing is you, if especially in the heavyweight division, if you're heavier, you can lean your weight on your opponent. And when okay. you lean your weight on the opponent, it makes their energy levels low because they're trying to get you up off of them. Right. So he can only do that but so much, so long. So that's the whole now, thing. Now, let me say, can you train to keep somebody from putting their weight on? Because that happened in the last fight, and you think he would they would have addressed that, not to get in a situation to let him lean on you. Mm-hmm. Well, if he can. I guess he just let the game plan go out the window. But Okay. Can, not, when you said that he got rid of he was jabbing, and he stopped. He got rid of the game plan. He wasn't disciplined. That was out the window as soon as he got hit. Oh, <laughs> everything changed up. So, yeah, he was supposed to stick with the game plan. If he, maybe if he would have stuck with the game plan, it might have worked out better. But being that he didn't, this is the result. And that's the difference between an average fighter and the greatest fighter of our time. They don't give him his props. It's Floyd Mayweather. Indeed. He is disciplined. Boy, he's talented, but he's disciplined. I've seen him. Yep, (laughs) he's going to box your ass. He could be losing, but after that seventh or eighth round, here he comes. He's going to come over the top. He's going to come on the right. He's going to go for the stomach. He's going to go for the kidney. He's going to go for the kidney again. They come right back on the top. Because what makes Corey Mayweather, not only is he talented, he's in phenomenal shape. So when people start getting tired, he got it. Indeed. That's what I saw in all his fights over the years. He got it. And see, what I miss about Floyd's fight, what I miss about Mike Tyson's fight, see, I've been a hustler my whole life. And I made so much money up there. I had a crew, and we would make the blank um, um, ticket for the fight. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I had, you, you had the pad, but you didn't have a seat. Right. You didn't have people, but I got you in the building. So I would wear my little suit jacket. I wear my suit with, with my yellow tie, you know, <laughs> and my nice corporate shoes. Now, I'm, I'm a comedian. I'm still doing my thing. You think I'm going to the fight? Well, here I am across the street. I got a clientele of 300 people or, or more or less charging 3000 1500 a ticket for years. What? So here I am walking out with thousands at, at a fight. Thousands. Thousands. Hmm. I, that was my hustle for over 20-something years. One of my hustles anyway. Indeed. So I, wow. I used to love it at the MGM because so you could get them in and never had a problem. Mm, Never man. had a problem. Jeez. See, you got to play. See, I, that's why I always say you got to look the part. Like, if I didn't have a suit on, maybe they would have took the time to look at the card, right? Like mm-hmm. the, the the pass on my neck. Uh, you know, you know, you don't you don't look the part. But when you come in looking the part with a cigar in your hand, you're looking good. You look like a million dollars, and you and your paperwork is tight. Nigga, paperwork tight. I used to be sitting on the on the on, on the floor. I might have to move around, right? I might mm-hmm. have to move around because somebody showed up to their seat. 
Right. There's always going to be somebody who ain't going to show up. <laughs> always going to be somebody who ain't show up. Always. Always. So I was doing that for years, family. I was doing I was doing that for years. So I'll sing with this young lady. Like I said, I'm not going to do no – I'm not going to talk no corny shit. I'm not going to lead you down what people think I should have said. Mm-hmm. Uh, married a baby's mama – be good to her. I say date both of them, at, but date both of them. And if your ass get caught, be a man and get another one. Indeed. <laughs> That's what you do. I want you to be happy, fam, because if you can pull off, be happy. As so many guys I know and women who mm-hmm. are miserable. Miserable. I'm going to repeat it. Miserable. <laughs> Me too. I'm one of them. Man, you miserable, yo? <laughs> I ain't gonna say I'm all the. All, I'm almost there. I could say that. And you only thirty. And I'm just like I wouldn't say miserable. I'm just more irritated. That's a better word. Now you irritated? Why? Why are you irritated? Because the the I don't know whether it's the BM's intuition or what, but she. No, you lied to her. Than... So you got to take full responsibility. You lied to her. You cope the yep, you lied to her. That's what happened. And women want to believe. Women want to believe in a man. See, I can talk the the realness to my lady friend because I'm sincere. Because I've, li- I've everything you've gone through, I've pretty much done it right. So I'm sixty. I'm thirty years older than you. Mm-hmm. So I can be honest and be faithful to a female. Your situation is. You was kind of selfish, right? Right. She was fucking with another guy. You couldn't take it. You couldn't take it. So in actuality, no disrespect, you you kind of fucking up her life, and she could have that guy that that guy she was meet fucking with could have been the guy that loved her, treated her good, and gave her everything and everything she wanted, but. You was evil. You were selfish, and that's why I used the word evil. You were selfish. All good. So you you had your cake, and you wanted your cake to eat it too. And then you met her. I mean, you got her back, got her pregnant, and you don't want it. But here's the thing: it's stories like this every day, every day. You are just financially capable of handling it. Right. See, that's the that's the best part. You can handle the choices that you make. So you're going to be, I'm putting you on some player shit. You're going to be great to your baby's mama. You're going to get her some flowers. You're going to take care of that baby. You're going to take the baby mama on trips. You're going to treat her good. You ain't got to do all the time. But you're going to treat her amazing. But you're going to have fun with this other woman. But here's the cat. Do not get nobody else pregnant. Hell no. Okay. Hell no. Do not. Do not. Do not. Do not. Go to the go to the um, pharmacy and keep you four Plan Bs on deck. There we go. Keep you four Plan Bs on deck. So if you make a mistake, and the girl says, "Oh my God, you let me," so you know what, babe, it's just a heat of the moment. You know, let me go get you a plan B. You act like you're going to go buy it. So you get in the car, 
You got to you got you know got to play the whole role. Right, right. I right. said you go get it, bring it back. I said yeah, I got this, and I'm so sorry, but you can't keep nothing in the same girl and give her like fucking twelve plan B's in a month. You're gonna kill her in a year, rather. Mm-hmm. You're gonna kill her. So pull out or nut in her mouth, all that kind of shit. But do not right. nut in her. Oh, that yeah. ain't happening. No more babies, TK. No more babies. No more uh-uh. babies, man. No more babies. Please. No I'm more not. babies. Because mm-hmm. that's where the problem is. Because the ch- it's the child who gets hurt. I, I got three baby mamas from one night stand. And I, mm-hmm. even though I'm, there, I'm in their dad, I'm a cash app dad. I'm there for you financially. But I've only really been able to be around two of my children because me and their moms was together for five years. We actually had a relationship. The others was just, we saw each other after the show, we fucked, right? Right. We fucked. And uh, it takes a toll on everybody. I know my kids wish they could spend more time with me because I'm a great dad. I wish I could spend more time with them, but I'm too busy. But what I did in my life, I know who I am, and I don't play games. What I mean by that is I don't try to pretend I'm something that I'm not. But I tell my kids who are from the one-night stands, I tell them, say, listen, you know, I don't, I don't know your grandmother. I don't know your grandfather. I don't know your aunts and uncles. I said like that because me and your mom had sex one night, and she got pregnant. And that's life. And then my other kids, mom, you know, I pretty much know their family, but my some of my kids, like dad, which we had brothers and sisters, we all grew up in the same house. I said, well, when you have your family, that's what you can do. But that's not, that wasn't in the cards for me. Right. And I say that so that I don't put myself under pressure to feel depressed, right? Right. I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to feel bad. I, I've been everybody's life. Your kids are born, and what I try to tell young men and women that whether you saw your father or not, and you always say your father was a shit, never say that to you about a parent, because that parent gave you the greatest gift in the world, and he gave you life. Now, your responsibility to do the right thing. Now, some people say, oh, I didn't have a parent. That's why I fucked up. No, you know right from wrong. You do. You know right from wrong. You know if you do this, this is going to happen. You know if you do this, that's going to happen. You know Just because your father or mother was around doesn't mean you got to go out here and be a fuck-up. Does not mean that at all. And that's what men and women got to start understanding about life. You can still make it in this game of life. Let me do these couple announcements real quick. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, T.K. Kirkland in the building, of course. You know, we got my man here who's a, a fabulous male man, 30 years old, enjoying life. And, you know, my trip to him has me telling him to live his life. He's 30. He got a young lady pregnant, but he's going to take good care of her, and he's going to enjoy himself with his other woman. Some of y'all are going to agree. Some of y'all are not going to agree. But I'm on this planet to tell people, the fucking truth. I'm not going to lie to this man and have him trying to be something that he's not special when he loves women. And I like that he loves women. Not that I'm guessing he's gay or all that type of shit, but it's good to have a masculine man 
to see all this beautiful ass and beautiful titties out here who really Love appreciate it. So fuck that shit. I'm going to keep it 100 with the brother. So listen, Indianapolis, you're going to catch me at the Helium Comedy Club um, this Thursday, October 21st through Sunday, October 24th. Hit the um, Helium Club website to get your tickets. Uh, 8 p.m. show on Thursday. Two shows Friday, 7 and 10. Two shows Saturday, 7 and 10. One show Sunday at 7 p.m. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be a show to remember. I'm truly excited about all this. Now, also, we're going to have... Where's my people? I got to do my sponsorship stuff. I always try to show people mad love. And my girl, um, Sanctum 211, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you, you drink tea, family? Oh, uh, yeah, I drink tea. Yeah, you got to check out this young lady. Let me give her information. Yeah. Um, all right, before we do that one, we got to go to Miss um, Conjure, Master Mason. Mason, I always get this word messed up. Um, it's this lady who does candles. That's insane. Um, candles, soap for your skin. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and use the discount code for I'm going to spell it out for you, all right? M-A-I-S-O-N-D-U-G-E-R.com. If you, um, that's 10% off, it's TK will remain it, and that's the discount code. All right, so it's Mason de Guga. That's what it is. Mason de Guga. If I'm not pronouncing that right, you guys will figure it out. Um, check out her products. I think that you guys will really love it. Um, from candles on down, soap for your skin, bath bombs, all the stuff, ladies, that you need. Now, the holidays are coming up. Make sure that you uh, put your orders in early. So that you can, um, I think you're gonna like it. To be honest with you, they sent me some stuff, and the reason why I did the interview with the lady was that I was totally impressed with her presentation, her packaging, and everything was on fire. And when people do things truly, truly professionally, um, you gotta like it. And the other one, ladies and gentlemen, is Sanctum. S A N C T U M. Dot two eleven. Um teas for everything. You gotta drink your teas, it help cleans your body, your heart, your liver. Um Google for information at Sanctum two eleven and make sure that you put in um T you know, you heard about this on the T K Kirkland podcast and this lady will send give you also a ten percent discount. All right? And I will be promoting these people um, on my show every week because I really like their product. My man, listen. Yeah. I don't see nothing wrong with what you're doing. You're 30 years old. You're enjoying your life. Just make sure you stay save your money. Make sure that um, you raise your kid. If you have a boy or girl, make sure you put them in karate school. Mm-hmm. All right. Make sure you put them in right karate school and um, give them accomplishments. That's important. It's Indeed. Give your kids accomplishments. And just be a great dad. You know, just be a great dad. You, I think you're going to be fine. 
I'm, I'm glad that I didn't um, hit you with that typical bullshit about being faithful to one woman and all that kind of shit. Fuck that shit. Right. You know, fuck all that. You know, I ain't corny like that. I ain't doing that corny shit. <laughs> That's why I called you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I ain't doing all that corny shit. You go ahead and do your thing. Have fun. Be respectful. Be a gentleman. And everybody drink your teas. Get your candles. Um, I think you're gonna you're gonna love these ladies' products. My my man, you do your thing. Stay in now, what part of the world are you in? Um, I, you actually were there last night. I think I seen you last night, actually. What the your, fuck uh, I last night? Uh, the beach. That's all I'm gonna say. You ever? Uh, I think I seen you in Virginia Beach. Yep, I sure was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was with my I son. I, sure. I think I see. Yeah, why you say hello? Man, I was, I was, I was with the chick. Man, you was, you was with your family, so I ain't want to intrude. Right, That's right, all. right. Yeah, I was with my son. Yeah. Sure was. Yeah. So you was at I fly? I was, I was walking past it. I was on the strip. I seen. Wow, you. isn't that uh-huh. something, yo? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I was yeah. low key. <laughs> I sure did, yeah. I was with my son. I sure so, you know, I I know you say family, but I gotta stay with my son just in case um any of my um somebody's listening, they say family. I almost don't think I was with a female. I was with my oh, son. Yeah, indeed. Let everybody just make sure everybody <laughs> understands what the fuck you mean by my family. I was with my son, no other woman. It's gotta be clear on that issue. All right, my man, listen. I wish you the best, man. I'm glad that you reached out and I hope that I gave you some clarity on how to maneuver everything for the rest of your life. Right. Thank you for your time, TK. I appreciate the advice. I'm a definitely You're welcome, family. Stay in touch. And when I come down to Virginia next year, um, call me. I'll give you tickets to the show. All right. All right. Thank you, TK. All right. Take care of yourself. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland for more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.